Good evening. Thank you so much for joining us tonight for our Bible study and our time of ministry in the Word of God. I trust that you and your loved ones are doing well and that you are enjoying the goodness of the Lord. Um, God is so good. What an amazing year this is turning out to be. His mighty hands are upon his people and we see the evidences of his walking um, everywhere we look. And so I'm super thankful for this year of our new horizons and the full blessing. And I believe God that everything that he has spoken concerning you and concerning your household and your family um, is being established, is being fulfilled, is coming into manifestation even in this season. Well, as always, I'm excited to be here, to have the opportunity to minister the Word of God to us. And I hope you are excited too. I hope you have your Bible, whatever other devices you use in accessing the Word of God. I hope you are ready uh, for an exciting time in the Word of God tonight. Wherever you are joining us from and on whatever platform, um, I thank you again tonight and um, I welcome you. And I pray that the mighty hands of God uh, will be upon you, upon all of us tonight, re regardless of wherever we are. Amen. All right, let's bow our heads and share a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you the glory and we give you the praise. Thank you, Lord, for your mighty hands upon our lives. Thank you, Father, for the amazing things that you are doing for us, with us. Thank you, Father, for bringing us to this place. Lord, thank you, God, for the, um, the promises that you have made to us. Thank you, God, for all of my brothers and sisters, everyone that is joining us online tonight for this service, wherever they are joining us from. I thank you, Father, because I know the word of God will do them good, as many of them as will pay attention to it and as will heed what the word of God says today. So, precious Holy Spirit, we welcome you. Come, do that which is pleasing in your sight. Help us tonight. Bless us. Move freely amongst us and do that which glorifies you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen and amen. And I thank you again so much. Thank you for joining us tonight. Hallelujah. We are, oh man, we are in this exciting, um, going through this exciting series of lessons and Bible studies. Uh, what we have titled Guarantees for Success and Divine Guidance through the Holy Spirit. Guarantees for Success and Divine Guidance through the Holy Spirit. We have looked at um, a couple of our anchor scriptures. Second Samuel 23 verse 5, you've heard if you've been joining, whether it's Sunday, whether it's uh, Wednesdays, you, you probably know this scripture by heart now um, because you, you've, you've, you've heard it a lot over the last few weeks. Um, Second Samuel chapter 23 and verse 5. David asks, he said, is it not, that's in the New Living Translation, is it not 
my family that God has chosen? He said, yes, he has made an everlasting covenant with me. And then he said, his agreements are arranged and they are guaranteed in every detail. He will ensure my safety and my success. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just, just read it out one, one more time. And I want, you, I want you to add this to whatever other scriptures have become a great revelation in your life in this season. I want you to add this one to it, to that, to that long list. And I want you to know it. I want you to know it. Let it be a revelation. Let it be something you remind it. You're driving, remind yourself about it. You're going to uh, apply for something, remind yourself about it. You're sitting in your car. You're praying. You're having lunch, sharing good times with your family, with your friends, loved ones. I want you to remind yourself about it. You are in a board meeting from time to time. Take a moment and just remind yourself about it. Putting out a business proposal or whatever else it is you are doing. Remind yourself about it. Second Samuel chapter 23 and verse 5. Is it not my family that God has chosen? Yes, he has made an everlasting covenant with me. His agreements are arranged in every detail. He will ensure his agreements, his, his, his agreements are arranged and guaranteed. I like that. Let's not leave our guarantee. <laughs> Thank you, Holy Spirit. Let's not leave out guaranteed. Guaranteed is actually what we're talking about. His arrangements or his agreements are arranged and guaranteed in every detail. He will ensure my safety and success. Hallelujah. And then, of course, Joshua chapter 1 and verse 8. Joshua chapter 1 and verse 8. It says, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. I really like this good success part because every success is not good success. Mm -mm. Can you say that with me? Every success is not good success, but God has good success for me. Let's say this one more time. Every success is not good success and God has Good success for me. Hallelujah. Let's read this in the Amplified. It says, This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, that you may observe and do according to all that is written in it. For then you, you, you shall make your way prosperous, and then you, you shall deal wisely 
and have good success. I want you to see, in this scripture, you are the understood subject. Hallelujah. You, <laughs> me, we are the understood subject. Notice how often he says you, 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 you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The Lord is speaking to us tonight. Look at it. This book of the law shall not depart out of you, your mouth, you, your mouth. But you shall meditate on it day and night that you may observe and do according to all that is written in it. For then you shall make your way prosperous and then you shall deal wisely and have good success. Just look at how many times you, you, it's talking to you and to me. Look at how many times you shows up in this scripture. Think about that for a minute. It's you and you and you and you. He doesn't even say, look at it. He doesn't even say, and then God will make your way prosperous. First he says, this book of the law shall not depart out of you, your mouth. And, but you, you shall meditate on it day and night that you may observe and do according to all that is written therein. For then you shall make your way prosperous, and then you shall deal wisely and have good success. Hallelujah. You are the understood subject. You. It's all about you. Where this word and these promises are concerned, it's about you. The guarantee that God has given for your success and for mine depends on us. So none of us will ever be able to say, oh, you know, yeah, God's word produces in somebody's life, but it doesn't produce in mine. Like, you know, you know the story of Cain and Abel, right? When Cain became angry and bitter against his brother, because in his mind, God was partial towards his brother. Well, think about this for a minute. It wasn't really God. It was Cain. It was Cain. He was the understood subject. It wasn't really God. It was Cain. It, it's, 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 you know, if God had... Um, um, if he had rules and if he had conditions that applied differently to different people, then, then we couldn't be held responsible for how much success or lack of it that we have in our lives. But if God levels the playing field and says success is available to all of you, all of my children, then we become the determining factors um, where our success in life is concerned. It's not even somebody else. It's not somebody who doesn't like you. It's not somebody who hates you. Some, no, somebody's trying to stop you. No, it's none of that. It's at the end of the day, it's you. Hallelujah. The Lord, I, I think, really wanted us to emphasize this um, just right out of the gate. It's you. 
The word will produce in your life if you believe the word, if you put the word to work, if you meditate that word day and night, and if you continually stand upon the promises of the word. The word of God will produce in your life. Can you say this? The word of God will produce in my life. Say that one more time. The word of God will produce in my life. There are no, there's no partiality. It's not even, some people say, yeah, you know, depending on where you live, the word of God. No, no, it does, no. Wherever the Lord plants you, wherever the Lord plants you, that's where your destiny is at. That's, that's, that's where he's, he's marshaled all the forces of life to work in your favor. And, and he, there's no respect of persons with God. You remember what, what Peter uh, said to Cornelius in Acts chapter 10. You do remember when, uh, uh, when the Lord had Cornelius invite Peter to go to his house and to minister to him and to his family. You remember what he said? In Acts chapter 10, I'm going to find that scripture because you know I didn't prepare. You can tell. <laughs> the Holy Spirit gave it to me in real time. Right? Here, Acts chapter 10 and verse 34. It says, Then Peter opened his mouth and said, Of a truth, I perceive that God is no respecter of persons. This is Acts chapter 10 and verse 34. Peter opened his mouth and said, Of a truth, I perceive that God is no respecter of persons, but in every nation. Say that with me, in every nation. In every nation, he that feareth him and worketh righteousness is accepted with him. In every nation. In every nation. He that fears God and works righteousness is accepted with him. In every city, in every nation, in every, every neighborhood, every community, every state, <laughs> every continent, he who fears God and works righteousness is accepted with him. So, right where you are, wherever you are, you can attain success. You can enjoy the benefits of good success, godly success, right there where you are. The definition of success, the principles of success, will be the same for every one of us. It won't be different. For wherever we are, the principles are the same. And the evidences are the same. If you are successful in Nigeria, you are successful in, Niger in Nigeria. If you are successful in, in America, you are successful in Nigeria. I mean, if you are successful in Ghana, you are successful in Ghana. If you are successful in India, you are successful in India. If you are successful in Europe, you are successful. But your success, wherever you are, is based on the same principle. And it is evident for all to see, regardless of where you are in the world. Hallelujah. Success does not know skin color, doesn't know your um, 
your um your origin your your um your background no success is success hallelujah success is success success doesn't discriminate <laughs> i like that success does not discriminate is 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 not based on it's not based on natural factors success is available to every man and every woman who will practice the principles of success who will build their lives on the word of god and who will put to work what the word of god says success is not discriminatory regardless of what kind of job you do you can succeed everybody can be an attorney everybody can work in the bank everybody can be a doctor everybody can be a, a pastor a minister of the gospel like me but everybody can have success everybody can have success hallelujah Hallelujah. And success is is transgenerational. It's based on principles in the word of God. Let's go back there to Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. It says, let's read this from the Amplified again. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night that you may observe and do according to all that is written in it for then you shall make your way prosperous and then you shall deal wisely and have good success who is the understood subject in this scripture you me so we would have to say we determine our success we determine how successful we are in life Hallelujah. Notice it says, then you shall deal wisely and have good success. You see there, success, real success, true success, is always associated with dealing wisely. Is always associated with wisdom. And you see there, every success, all success, is not good success. Some success is actually bad success. So the devil can give some kind of success. Satan can, can give people some success to trap them. The Bible says in the Proverbs, the prosperity of the fool will destroy them. When certain people who practice certain principles that are contrary to the word of God, or even people who practice principles that are based on the word of God, if they attain onto levels of success but then depart from those principles in the word of God that success can actually destroy them amen it says you will have good success say with me I will have good success say one more time I will have good success and I will enjoy good success in the name of Jesus we have one more anchor scripture let's keep moving on tonight hallelujah there's so much ground to cover we're going to we're going to stop. Um, we're going to stop at, at uh, forty-five minutes. I know 
I know there are some I know there are some people who sometimes you know make fun of me that I say I'm going to stop early and and then I I I, I preach long may the Lord may the Lord I forgive you may the Lord have mercy on you uh but but yeah, I'm just going to go with the Holy Spirit I'm going to keep going <laughs> with the flow of the Holy Spirit hallelujah <laughs> somebody say I have good success say say good success is mine hallelujah Hallelujah. Third John and verse two. Third John and verse two. We just we just love the word of God. We're in love with the word. Someone say I'm in I'm in love with the word of God. Say it one more time. I'm in love with the word of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, I'm just going to read this uh, right out of the King James, and uh, probably read it also from the Oh, I like that. Yeah, I'm going to read read it both in the King James and in the Amplified. But I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it right now because I'm going to come back to it as we go along um, tonight in this service. I, I, have, there's, I have quite a bit to say about it and I'm also going to read a few other translations. But I, I want to get somewhere first before I do that. But let's read it right here. Third John and verse 2, it says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health. Even as thy soul prospereth. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. The Amplified says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in every way and that, I like this, that your body may keep well, even as I know your soul keeps well and prospers. I like that. When, when, when we get to it tonight, you are going to see this thing about <clears throat> being well. That all is well with you. That you are doing well in life. You see how that equates to success. It says, let's read that again from the Amplified. It says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in every way and that your body may keep well, even as I know your soul keeps well and prospers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That you may keep well, that your soul may keep well, that your body may keep well. Your mind may keep well. That, that your finances may keep well. That your family may keep well. This is success. That your destiny may keep well. Your business may keep well. Your ministry may keep well. Your relationships, your physical body may keep well. That everything about your life may keep well. This is success, folks. That is what is success. Glory to God. We'll come back later on to 3 John and verse 2. I want us to read a couple of Psalms, two Psalms right here. And uh, these two Psalms I call the profile of a successful person. The profile of a successful person. That means everyone who is successful, truly successful, will have these evidences in their lives. Everyone who is truly successful will have these evidences 
in their lives. The first one, of course, is our popular uh, Psalm, Psalm 23. Oh, I love Psalm, Psalm 23. That's the first profile of a successful person that we're going to read. So let's read it from verse 1, Psalm 23, from verse 1 all the way down uh, to the end. It says, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. Hallelujah. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Hmm. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. This is the profile of a successful person. A successful person has the Lord as their shepherd. A successful person will not lack or want for any good thing. A successful person will lie down in green pastures. Glory to God. (laughs) A successful person will be led beside the still waters. They will have the peace of God. They will prosper. Green pastures, they will prosper. A successful person has a healthy soul. They are restored in their soul. A successful person is led in the path of righteousness for God's sake. Even though a successful person walks through the valley of the shadow of death, a successful person fears no evil because they know that God is with them and his rod and his staff comfort them. A successful person has a table prepared before them in the presence of their enemies. Even in the presence of their enemies, a successful person thrives. Oh, glory to God. Even in the presence of their haters. Mm. Even in the presence of their antagonists, a successful person thrives. Let me, let me break here. Follow the Holy Spirit. Where are we at? Uh, 27 minutes. You remember the story of Isaac? Isaac, the son of Abraham in um, Genesis chapter 26. And there are so many other stories like that right through the entire Bible, Old Testament and New Testament. Even in the presence of Isaac's haters, He prospered. You remember the, the Bible teaches the story of them digging wells. Well, wells represented wealth. Wells represented wealth. Like 
Today, oil wells and wells of fortune represent wealth. In those days, wells of water represented wealth. And Isaac was living amongst people that hated him, that didn't want him to do well. They didn't want him to do well. He was a child of covenant. He was someone who was raised in the covenant. He practiced the covenant. In fact, his staying in that land was based on the instruction that God gave him. Because he was about to go into Egypt when the famine hit. But the Lord said to him, no, don't go into Egypt. Stay in this land. And so, and you will prosper. And the Bible says he sowed in that land and he reaped a hundredfold in a time of famine. But then here came the haters. Here came the antagonists. My friends, I'm trying to tell you, no matter how many haters around you, no matter how many antagonists try to stop you, you will prosper in the presence of your haters. You will prosper in the presence of your antagonists. Can somebody say amen to this? You will prosper even when people don't treat you right. You will do well even, if, even when people try to trip you up. You will do well. Oh yes, maybe for a little while, he, they were disappointed every time they found these oil wells, especially some of these oil wells of water. <laughs> Hallelujah. Wells of water. These were the same wells that his father Abraham <laughs> discovered. And this was supposed to be his inheritance. But every time he found them, they, they pushed him out. They came against him. But he continued to stand. He just continued to dig. I love it. He never stopped digging. Isaac never stopped digging. The same thing with his son, Jacob. You know, Jacob, <laughs> Jacob was a covenant child. He was doing well, but Laban cheated him. Laban misused him, mistreated him. And yet, God prepared a table for him in the presence of his haters. God will prepare a table for you in the presence of your haters. You will succeed even before people that are, that are rooting for you to fail. You will succeed. There may be people that have vouched. There may be people that have covenanted that have declared you will never know success. I declare to you today, by the word of the Lord, you will do well. You will prosper. You will succeed. You will enjoy good success in your life, in your present life and in your future life. You will enjoy good success. It doesn't matter where you're coming from. It doesn't matter what your ethnic group is. It doesn't matter what your background is. It doesn't matter what, how much education you have or how much education you don't have. You will prosper. God will prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. You will prosper and you will do well, even before the antagonists. Somebody say, that's me. Somebody say, I receive that. Say, I receive that in the name of Jesus. That's the profile 
of a successful believer, even when, even when they are surrounded by their enemies, God prepares a table for them and they prosper. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runs over. The successful believer is anointed. They walk with the Holy Spirit. It is actually the Holy Spirit that guides your footsteps to the place of success. The Holy Spirit will guide your footsteps to where secret riches and hidden treasures are. The Holy Spirit will. That's the profile of a successful believer several years ago, I think it was. Glory to God. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. The late Kenneth E. Hagen, you know he was a preacher. Pretty much most of his life, I think from age 17 or something, age 20 something, he went into the ministry. And he, he said before he went to heaven, years, years before he went to heaven, he used to say that the Lord said to him, if you follow me, I will make you rich. Ha, 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 Hallelujah. The Lord said to him, if you follow me, he didn't tell him stop preaching the gospel. He didn't tell him leave your ministry. He didn't tell him stop what you are doing. Go and do what other people are doing. No, no, no. He said, if you follow me, I will make you rich. Now, being successful isn't just being rich as in Having resources, yeah, that's part of being successful because to be successful is to have the resources of life that you need. You know, one time the Lord said to me, you must not be poor. <laughs> you must not be poor because the voice of the poor person, the voice of the poor man is never heard. You can't preach the gospel without having resources. It's impossible. You, you can't help people without having resources. You can't change the world. You can't change your community. You can't disciple people without having resources. It's impossible. It's impossible. Hallelujah. The, the, the wheel, the wheel that helps us carry the gospel around the world is oiled by resources people, and finances. The Lord said you must not be poor because if you are poor, your voice will never be. And you know your voice is one of the greatest things the Lord has given you. Satan is afraid of your voice. Satan is always looking for a way to shut your voice down. He's always looking for a way to silence your voice. He doesn't want you declaring that you serve a good God. He doesn't want you telling the generation, the community, the, the nations, your family, your, your people around you. He doesn't want you telling them, I serve a good God. So he wants to shut your voice. He wants to take your voice. But, but when you are a covenant person, the covenant will give life. To your voice. Even when Satan tries to shut it down, your voice will keep speaking. Remember Abel, the Bible says, 
He, his voice is still speaking today. Remember that John the Baptist, he came and said, I'm, a, I'm the voice of one crying in the wilderness. And Satan used Herod to shut him down, to kill him, to try to take his voice. But his voice kept speaking. When you are a covenant person, the covenant gives life to your voice. The covenant will give you gifts. The covenant will give you resources. And those gifts and those resources will give life to your voice. So that your voice is never silenced. So that your voice is never taken away from you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I feel the Holy Spirit. Oh, I feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. Satan wants to take your voice away. He wants you, he wants you, he wants you to be handicapped where you cannot declare the glory of the Lord in the land of the living. Ha <laughs> ha. But I declare to you in the name of Jesus that God's covenant with you will sustain your voice. God's covenant with you will establish your voice in your generation. It is through your voice that you impact and you affect lives around you. It is through your voice that you change the nations. You change your community. It is through your voice that your family is elevated. And I declare in the name of Jesus, you will not lose your voice. I declare to you in the name of Jesus, you will not lose your voice. The Lord said to the man, the man of God, the late Kenneth E. again, he said, uh, if, if you follow me, I will make you rich. Hallelujah. And he shared later on in his life how by just following the Lord, the Lord made him rich. He talked about one time, I think they were about to start their Bible college. I can't remember. All, they were, I think they were trying to raise the work of that Bible college, Rima, um, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, to, uh, to another level. And, you know, they had, a, they had like a... a a covenant fundraising for some of their partners and some of the people that, and 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 the Lord put in His heart way back then. I'm talking way back then to give a one-time gift of a hundred thousand dollars to that work of that Bible college. You know that Bible college has gone around the world, has disciples around the world. It takes money. It takes resources. Thank God for prayers. Thank God for saints who pray. Thank God for people who stand, who, who partner, who join hands with us, who walk. But, but the gospel takes money. It takes money. You saw when David, David was about to build the temple, he couldn't build the temple. God said, no, you can build that, that temple, but your son Solomon will build that temple. And you see how he started to make arrangements. Yes, it takes prayer to build the temple, but it takes more than prayer. It also takes resources. And and David said, 1 Chronicles chapter 29, and in other scriptures, how he prepared with all his might 
and gather the resources that were needed and then bequeath those resources to his son Solomon so that his son Solomon could build the temple. It takes resources. It takes money, people, money, help, finances, materials to build, to build anything in life. The Lord said to the late Kenneth e. Hagin, if you follow me, he didn't say quit, go and find some, go and work five jobs. No, he said, follow me. If you follow me, I will make you rich. And the Lord did it. He was still a, he was a preacher all his life. He ministered the gospel all his life. He never stopped. But the Lord made him rich. The Lord showed him investments. The Lord showed him how to do different things. The Lord will put in his heart, do this and, and do that. And, and, and the Lord walked with him with timing. And the Lord will bring opportunities to him. And so many things happen in that man of God's life. And truly the Lord fulfilled his word in his life. The Lord made him rich. Because he followed the Lord. Because he followed the Lord. My brother, my sister. The Lord will give you good success. You will make your own way prosperous. If you will follow the Lord. If we will follow the Lord, the Lord will make us prosperous. We will make our own way prosperous. The Lord will surround us with the resources of life that we need for it. And then we will make our own way prosperous. The Lord said, if you follow me, I will make you rich. And it's transgenerational. Because what the Lord did with him is still speaking on the earth today. He didn't pass on with him. The work of the ministry, the assignment that God gave. And this doesn't have to be, you don't have to be, I mean, everybody won't be a minister, but wherever you are, you can have good success. Whatever you do, you can have good success. You just need the Holy Spirit to breathe upon that thing. And as you follow him, you can, you can experience what is called good success. Eh, you can have all the resources of life, but if God doesn't breathe on it, if the Holy Spirit doesn't breathe on it, eh, it's just bamboo, bamboo, just, just nothing. It ends up being nothing. I'm about to speak in tongues here. It ends up being nothing. Everything dries up. Everything dries up. At some point, everything dries up. The elements will dry it up. You can try, you can do everything you want. Everything you know. But if God does not breathe on it, the elements will dry it up. But true success, true success comes from the Lord. The Lord said, if you follow me, I will make you rich. <laughs> it's 43 minutes. Oh gosh, time goes really fast. Let's try to close before some of my some of my antagonists are laughing at me again. <laughs> no, they're not my antagonists. They love me. Hallelujah. I know you love me. I can hear you. I can hear you. Say, yeah, yeah, we love you. I love you. Yes, yes, I love you back. Amen, amen, amen. Look at it. The profile of a successful believer. He said this. He's anointed. He said he's anointed with oil. His cup will run over. A successful believer will experience overflow. In different areas of life, 
A successful believer will experience overflow. You have so much peace, so much joy, so much life, so much, so much resources. It will be flowing over and you'll be dispensing it to the world. You'll be dispensing that blessing to the world around you. Somebody say, that's me. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. Then he said right there in verse 6, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Surely, this is, it's guaranteed. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. True and lasting success is good success. This good success that God gives does not just, it's not short-lived. I will dwell. Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. We're going to have to stop here tonight, saints. Glory, 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 glory be to God. Hallelujah. Surely, surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Woo! Feel the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Let's thank God. Father, thank you for your faithfulness and your loving kindness. Thank you for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you. Thank you for blessing us with good success. Thank you for your mighty covenant, your everlasting covenant that you've made with us. We give you the glory. We give you the praise. You alone deserve it. Receive it to yourself today. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen and amen. Hallelujah.